Today's show is brought to you by Harry's. Harry's will give you $5 off your first purchase when you visit harrys.com slash biggestproblems and use the promo code biggestproblems. Today's show is brought to you by our own bonus episode. Yeah, I know a lot of people who meditate. A lot. You know how I know? They won't shut the fuck up about it. Mm. Oh, you should meditate. You should meditate. Afterwards, I just felt really pensive. Like, I was, I was nervous, and I was anxious all day long, and, and it put me in a bad mood. Like, people, oh. were, people were talking to me, and I was snapping at them, and I knew I was snapping at them. And I'm, I'm like, I, I'm so sorry. I, I, you did nothing wrong to me. I'm just in a bad mood because I meditated. Okay. That's how you know if chick's into you. They when want she starts pics. asking for dick pics. Uh, they can make really intricate patterns in glass bowls for your grandma to put candy in. Uh-oh. <laughs> Don't edit that at all. My form of art is my writing. How's that book coming? And my art. (laughs) You know what, Sean? It's coming just fine. Because that's where we find a lot of ancient artifacts and art. A lot? We found some. Of art? On the bottom of the ocean? (laughs) We found what? The point is, Dick. (laughs) It's always the first place I look. (laughs) You know what? Bottom of the ocean. Yeah. You go to a fucking museum. (laughs) I need something for this wall. Like, because he said, you can't come in and you wear sandals. I'm like, okay, so what? what's a shoe then, yeah. asshole? If I put, up like, a bunch of Amazon boxes for my trunk on my feet, is that a shoe then? Mm-hmm. Is that a shoe? Mm-hmm. Let me ask you something. Is that a shoe? Yeah. Uh, why, do, why weren't you carrying extra shoes, backup shoes? Because I fucking hate shoes. <laughs> <laughs> now available at thebiggestproblemintheuniverse.com. Welcome to the biggest problem in the universe, the show where we discuss every problem in the universe from being insensitive to being hypersensitive. With over six million downloads, this is the only show where you decide what should or shouldn't be on the big list of problems. I'm Maddox with me as Dick. Hey, what's up, buddy? And Sean, our audio engineer. Hello. Welcome back. <laughs> Nothing like a straight rhyme. What is that called when it's the same word rhyming with itself? A true rhyme? Just a li- is it? Yeah, I, I don't know what it yeah, is. Yeah, there are a lot of rappers who are really good at that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they can rhyme dick with dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, yeah. Being a, a, insensitive is a problem, and being hypersensitive is a problem. Mm. As I found out this week, Dick, uh, there was a big meltdown on Twitter and social networks. Right? You Did you melt down? Well, no. <laughs> oh. Well, my, my fans would say yes. Uh-oh. My fa- my, li- my listeners would oh, say yes. Yeah. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. But yeah. they'd be wrong, is right? This- Oh, well, hold on. <laughs> of course, hold on, hold on. Is this about the cuckening? Yes. Okay, I got, I got more emails about this than I think ever. Oh yeah. You, you did not say on the internet that there's nothing wrong with cuckolding, did you, Dick? Because that's what people told me. I said that. <laughs> All right. And I want to I want to come out here on this podcast. As I want to use this. As a, or you already did that online. <laughs> Why would you say this is, that? This is my this is my platform to clear the air here. I want to go on the record <laughs> oh, as saying no. nobody gives a shit if you're a cuck. There you go. There's nothing wrong with being a cuck, and no one gives a shit. It's a stupid, lazy, tired insult. That's right. Fuck you. Go ahead and blast my ass some more, you idiots. Look, I can't well, blast your girlfriend's ass some more. You oh, mean. sure, sure. That's yeah. what. Yeah. You know, a lot of the comments are really, really nasty too, like hateful. Um, there's always a, a racial element involved. Uh, Wait, this, of, of cuck of your comments or of oh cucking? yeah no yeah they say hey well, Maddox, minor- some minorities have bigger cucks and <laughs> yeah okay. that's, there you go Sean boo um, this, uh, this comment Joshua Sanders says hey Maddox did your girlfriend's boyfriend Tyrone give you that opinion about the KKK <laughs> like it's oh, always wait, they always KKK. try to yeah yeah I don't know we mentioned okay. the KKK like we always 
like uh, so so this whole thing came about for all the listeners who are in the dark right now. Yeah. I I made this tiny little meme, this tiny little uh, picture. Speaking of, of cucks, tiny uh, little. Okay. Yeah. So it was Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump together, okay. and I made a parody of the Dumb and Dumber uh, DVD cover a long time ago. You know, okay. Dumb and Dumber. And I put Hillary's face on one and Trump's on the other, and I said unlikable and unlikable. Okay. L- let me tell you something. First of all, funny. Yeah. Secondly. That's what I want to see out of a comedian, right? Not picking sides. Yeah. Great. It's okay. I see the other person up there too. Good. good, Exactly. That's funny. I said two. You hate the whole process. Exactly. I said two two candidates, uh, zero winners. You know, two candidates, one country, zero winners, right? Uh I'm I'm not picking sides. I don't have a horse in this race. I think they're both awful. Um, So I I, I posted this up there. Back to basics. I I posted this up there for real. I, I, Uh I, I criticized Hillary Clinton on my website way back when Grand Theft Auto, there was that big controversy when they wanted to ban Grand Theft Auto and have all this regulation. Oh, she's very anti video. Exactly. That was Hillary Clinton leading that charge. Anti men, too. But please continue. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I think Go. she's anti-human. Uh, she she's she has some, some. There's this uncanny valley between humans and, and Hillary Clinton. But anyway, yeah. I criticize both candidates. Guess which side had a huge apoplectic shit fit about it? Well, Trump, of course. <laughs> and so, and get the number one insult they kept saying over and over and over again it's is cock. like cock, cock, cock. Cock, 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 cock. Yeah, but Maddox, <laughs> you don't you don't have any Hillary fans. Uh, that's what people say. But here's the thing: I get blasted on this show and uh-huh. all, all the time. Oh, Maddox, you're a liberal. You're a liberal no. cuck. Maddox, you're a liberal. <laughs> but here's my question to you then, okay? Uh-huh. If I'm such a fucking liberal, then why yeah. do I have so many Trump supporters following me? Do you shitheads enjoy listening to liberals? Do you enjoy listening to liberal commentators, you morons? I think you kind of pulled a... I think you've gone more left in your comedy over the years. See, like, I think you were very... It seemed like you were very right-wing at one point when you were like, uh, for any animal you eat, I'll eat three. Still believe that? Of course you do, but that that seems like it belongs in a right-wing camp. So right. I'm sure, like, like, no, no Hillary supporter supports that. Right, like uh, aggressively, uh, aggressively anti-vegan and pro-speciesism. Like yeah. you're pro, pro the human Ab- species absolutely. more than other species. Yes, that fits in more with a conservative way of thinking, right. where it's like we're we're doing, we're producing, therefore we're better than you. Right. Whereas a liberal agenda would be like we're all in this together. Correct. Let's take from the producers and give to the people who don't produce anything. So people got the idea that you're more right wing. I think. Uh, r- right. Uh, and I've criticized environmentalism. I've criticized the wage gap truthers, uh-huh. uh, feminism right. on my website, like right. all these all these things. And it's I, all right and I things. And I have a very moderate view on guns. So um, I think the only reason uh, I get- cuck. <laughs> <laughs> only one view to have on yeah. guns. So anyway, I got called a cuck a lot. That's the only insult they have. And you know why? And I'm, I, I don't like to use this word, and I'm only going to say it, you know, probably this one time on the show, but- Well, let's have the whole episode then if we're, if we're saying dirty words. Not just once. <laughs> no, just, no. Because you're already saying it. Let's just open this. Dick, Let's I just got blow that, the barn doors open. I got that cuss control book right here, buddy. I'll oh, pull that man. out. I'll, I'll pull a red card on you so fast. Don't say the word. Only Denzel is allowed to say that. No, it's a different word. No, it's not that word, I, Sean. Because, because <laughs> my mistake, I'm, I'm used to our off-air conversations. You know what Sean's yeah. thinking this entire Sean, time, huh? Sean, Sean is, Sean's one of those guys. You're like, yeah. I bet that guy loves saying uh-huh. that word. Uh, no, because I know I know that Cuck has replaced this word. Yep. So I know what Maddox you is going to say. You know what I'm about to say. Yeah, go ahead. It's just a replacement for the word faggot. 
Like, they just want to call you a faggot so bad. Ah, oh, you said it twice. You said you were only going to say it once. <laughs> I meant in this instance. All right. It, they just want to call you that so bad because it, it's a, that itch they want to scratch, yeah. right? Uh, Did we get a clean audio on that, Sean? Should he say it again just to make sure we've got clean audio of that? <laughs> Take. They want to say it so bad. So now that I've that I've taken that that uh, that word cuck right, and I have embraced it. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna. Oh, I'm, you I, are, the, so you people, are cuck. You're oh, saying, yeah, dick. The biggest, <laughs> the biggest cuck. Oh Let it go. Right. We, ah, uh, dude, I can't take this. I think, I think that that <sighs> that uh, that everyone listening right now is a cuck. You're a cuck. No, I'm, I'm a cuck. I'm We're not. Cuck. Oh, you're definitely, definitely a cuck. Not you're a the cuck. biggest cuck I've ever oh, seen. No oh, you love being cuckolded, buddy. There is uh-huh. something very wrong with cuckolding. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a sexual fetish, by the way. So who gives a shit? Look, look. You don't well, know any. It, the bottom line is this: you don't know any cucks. I don't know any cucks. We've probably never met one. I know one person in real life that I've met. That is an actual cuckold, and uh, it's a weird little fetish thing that turns into threesome sometimes. Hold on, hold on. Do you on. want to explain hold, what wait, that wait, is? Wait, 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 no, no, hold on, because that's wrong. That's not right. First of all, I know a lot of cucks because I sleep with married women. Well, I mean, I, it depends I don't on know the definition if they know or right. not. I don't want to get into the semantics. I'm talking about the original definition, like where Shakespeare Shakespeare has used it as an right, insult because right, right. it's like a cuck a cuckold is a man who's blowing his resources unwittingly on another man's offspring. Right. Like, that's like, it's like the most emasculated you could be. Well, that's where it originally came from, but it's that's no longer think, that. Oh, I think it is. No, no, the porn industry, dude, it is like one of the biggest categories in pornography. People love, people well, love the cuckold category. Industry. Yeah, yeah, but that's, that's not what, what it people is are today. saying when they say it to you. Oh, I know. I know what they mean. They mean. I know, they, I know what they mean. I understand the context, and I know what, what do they you mean. Think the context is then. Well, it, it, they they. If you want to be eloquent, uh, they're specifically saying that a cuckold, when it comes to policies, is somebody who sells out uh, their country and for the interests of another. Yeah, right. sure. Yeah. So that's like that's, a sucker, like that's, a chump. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that's 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 the eloquent way of saying it. But that's not the way they're saying it. They're saying it as a knee jerk, just like cuck, 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 cuck. No thought well, behind it's fun it. Fun to say. Exactly. I mean, I I do think it's I do think there's a place for it. Like I think like there's you, a, you like using this word. I don't use it. Um, Why not? Because I say faggot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, 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 I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm go. joking. I, I think there's always, always an attack on masculinity. Like, that's that's what we do. Uh, and it always evolves. It's cuck now. It was beta for a while. It's like, beta, remember? yeah. It was, mm-hmm. we don't, people don't usually use no. beta anymore. Beta was cause, like 70s. Because everyone was... No, no, no. I think beta was more recent, like with pickup artistry. When that became big, oh, it was that's like, right. You're yeah. a beta. Like yeah. that was the zeitgeist. Yeah. And then it kind of people became like self aware of yeah. themselves saying it too much. It lost all meaning. Yeah. So they invent a new word. Wait, beta? Pretty, beta. Like they call you a beta, beta. male. Uh huh. Like you're a beta male. Like you're, you're a beta. Like, 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 like a non-alpha. As opposed to an alpha. Yeah. Got it. No, like okay. a beta. Like a beta fish. That's what they were. That's oh. not what they meant. No, or there's like, an alpha male and then there's the beta male. No, it's a beta fish because you were like a little guy in a little in a little tank. So clearly, right, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> okay. kidding. It was it was definitely beta male. Yeah. Okay. Um. And then before that, it was uh, oh god, I don't know what. It, but it, you know, forever ago, it was pussy, like a pussy cat. And that's the, like yeah, like that was like the 30s or 40s, right. 50s, something or a like yellow, that. yellow, yellow. Yeah, uh-huh. exactly, exactly. Yeah, yellow pussy. Like it. Well, it yellow is, means coward. Yeah, but we don't use it. it we was don't like, use it anymore. That was the 1800s version of cuck. So, sure. so like you say, like so, you're yellow, you're chicken, like you know. Okay. Let's not like just to, just to quickly wrap this up. Um, so because I I made this video and I, I thought you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, poke this uh, this the, the hornet's nest here. Yeah, I'm gonna make a video about cuck and I'm gonna try to normalize it a little bit because who gives a shit? Honestly, who well, gives a shit about it about the sexual fetish? 
Right. About the sexual. Look, it's very specific, though. No, but if you're getting cuckolded in real life and you don't know about it, that's just called cheating. You're getting cheated on, and it sucks. Well, unless you got to raise their kids. Well, of course, but you know. that's, look, man, yeah. I mean, that does happen, but it's extremely rare. And to use it as an insult, is, it's just, again, it's a replacement for the word faggot. They want to call you an emasculated male or a weak male. They want to yeah. make fun of you. And that's that's the only word they have left. And they feel so threatened that I've I've started to take it away. And and because of the butt hurt oh, after no. this video, because of the- <laughs> I can't hear because, this. I just can't. <laughs> because like, of this video, I feel the storm in my bones. I know. I, have like, I used to have like arthritis for trolling. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like I feel the rage. <laughs> In my, I'm like, oh, I got a crick in my ankle. There's yeah. some real rage of storm brewing yeah. on the internet today. Oh, boy. batting down the shit hatches. I got like covered in shit. Oh, you look at my Twitter feed, dude. It's just like nothing but swastikas and cock and swastika. It's like just the most hateful shitheads, right? Yeah. And so I thought, you know what? You deserve I'm it. Gonna, I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to take this a little bit further. And I made it a t-shirt. And I made the t-shirt cuck. say, it says it says the word duck on it, but the C, the C is kind of like highlighted. So it looks like cuck. Uh, and I put a duck wait, wait, on wait, there. What do you mean? Du- the C's highlighted. So, so there's the, the word, D, okay. lowercase, lowercase D, D, and, and the then C the loop. Highlighted? The C, the so loop, and the cluck? D. It, well, the it's supposed to like just visually it reads cock, but it <laughs> okay. can also it's it's like very subversive. It can it could be cluck, it could be duck, it could be cock, it could be any number of things. It's a very subversive way of putting it on t-shirts, it, just to piss off these fucking these crybaby, these PC sensitive, overly sensitive morons. And that's I why I had the intro. Yeah. Okay. Wait a minute. So you've you've turned their outrage into a marketing opportunity. Yes. To sell, so who's the cuck then? I guess <laughs> they're you know. they're the biggest. They're, cuck they're of all. supporting your resources <laughs> exactly. with their. Time. That they is, don't that's like the definition of being cucks. Exactly. Um. I've turned them into cucks. <laughs> they don't like to see someone else fucking their memes, do they? Cuck a doodle doo, bitches. <laughs> Eat shit. Uh, All right, that makes me so happy. Uh, you're too excited, though. I know. That's I, what's I gonna hurt you. You're uh, obviously I don't excited. Give a shit. I'm, I'm riding. I'm riding the precipice of this of this uh, hurricane, this whirlpool. Here we go. Uh, you're riding guys. the eye of it. No. <laughs> the biggest. Problem in the universe from last week was humorless, stupid people. Speaking of cucks, <laughs> humorless, stupid people. Then text- I don't think you needed the stupid part. Humor, but yeah, that's good. That's great. yeah. That's then real- the texting batters box, which uh, we'll get to your flack you got in a second, Dick. And then voicemail was dead last. Uh, they were all in the positive territory, yeah, but no um, Michael Capes, our guest, everyone really liked Michael Capes as a guest. His humorless, stupid people problem number one last week. They, Interesting. I take that back. Maybe the stupid part is a important component of it because I do think that wit is tied to intelligence. Yeah. And as the mean intelligence gets lower, the world sucks more. So hmm. all of these humorless people are causing the world to be shittier. I agree. Like, like they say it's just not funny, but it's like, yeah, but I bet everything else you do in life just kind of sucks more because yeah. you don't get this joke yeah yeah it's a big it's a big problem i hope it i hope it got really uh highly voted up because it's it's a it's a big problem it's about in the 700 range right now it's not high enough not high enough no yeah. but uh yeah man vote up the lesser minds guys vote up anti-intellectualism these are all problems that lead to humorless stupid people but the humor is easy to spot because you you can't peg someone if they're like are you anti-intellectual or what but you know when somebody doesn't think something's funny yeah right that's a good test because they're not laughing and they're usually the only ones not laughing yeah or they're offended too easily they're 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 hypersensitive are you ever you guys ever around a bunch of dumbasses i'm around them right now oh fuck you and you're the you're the smart one in the group you're the smart one in the group 
and somebody tries to burn you and everybody laughs, yeah. even though it wasn't clever at all. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. like, it's like, no, you didn't get me. That was mm-hmm. a stupid ass joke. Yeah. Oh, dude, um, I just saw this video. You know Christopher Hitchens? Yeah. Do you like sure. that guy? Well, he's dead. Yeah, he's okay. He's okay. Okay. He was on uh, he was on Bill Maher ripping on a jo- like ripping on a a George Bush's dumb joke that Bill Maher was making to the audience. And he right. just Hitchens just says that's a joke for st- stupid people and breaks it down for the, it's like, it's, there breaks go. it down for the audience and yeah. basically calling all of them stupid yeah. and everyone on the panel. It's a great video because it's so uncomfortable. Like you can, huh. the, the Bill Maher's reaction is just like, come on. Like he's just like begging <laughs> yeah. him to stop because he's wow. just like no, he's, exposed every, that whole show for what I love he's it. He's much smarter than it's Bill great. Maher. Oh God, he's a, he's a brilliant guy. Um, um, yeah, so speaking of idiots, let's talk about the batter's box. Oh, right. Okay, sure. You got you got your ass blasted a little bit for this. Well, I got a couple texts. And I was like, people are like, "Are you sure you didn't mean the on deck circle?" I'm yeah. like, "Are you? Yeah, I've, yes, obviously, yes. I played baseball for 20 years, and I yeah. miss like I call it a, a baseball stick. Uh-huh. That's what, you know when you're in the yeah. batter's box <laughs> warming up with your baseball stick. So the ball thrower, the chucker, they call it in baseball. <laughs> yeah. He chucks it over the chucker, uh, home. Uh-huh. He chucks it over the home diamond. The home diamond, right? And that's where you take your stroke. Uh-huh. To try to to contact the um, the baseball puck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's then, where I un- that's how I understand it. And then you run baseball. down to the first uh, first headquarters. The uh, first headquarters, uh, right? And then, yeah, and then you can right. sometimes steal second headquarters. Well, you I don't know about stealing. You definitely <laughs> you, you endeavor to usurp the second the second right, home correct. headquarters. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. Obviously, I, I, I like fucked I, that up. I brought I saw so many comments uh, calling you. I say, hey, Dick, it's the on deck circle. And I yeah. was gonna come in here and bust your balls a bunch about it. And then as I was thinking that statement, I forgot what it was called, and, <laughs> and so I wrote it down just to make sure I get it correct. On deck circle. Okay, you nerds, you baseball nerds are fucking ruining everything. You're I like, don't know why I fucked it up. I fucked it up multiple times on this show yeah. referring to the batter's box too. Whatever. I, everyone knew what you were talking about. These technical nerds. That it, you know what you, you know what happened to you is what happened to me last episode, which is I got called out for being a poker casual. You, you're getting well, these baseball right. nerds. You, right, you know, though. fuck you. Then well, you're a baseball <laughs> casual. You yeah, fucking. No, you, I, <laughs> you I have no defense for that. They're they're absolutely right. Oh, what a cuckold. Um, <laughs> It's fun to say though. How sure. could you shit on it? It's great to say. Sure. It's, you know, but we're doing it ironically. But that's all they have. That's like that's that. They're not verbal. They're not linguists. They're not cunning linguists. That's oh, all they have. Yeah. Anyway, uh, guys, I got a big announcement to make. Um, uh, before we move on, we'll get to some of the comments and stuff. But uh, we'll be taking a small break for the next two episodes. So episode 105 will resume on Tuesday, May 30th. I need to take a little bit of time off because I'm gearing up for the launch of the new podcast and the new podcasting network. Uh, it's going to be the next step in growing this brand, uh, bringing in a new audience and more new shows. Uh, and guys, this is going to be good for everybody and the network and the show because the rising tide will lift all ships. And as the network grows, it gives us a bigger reach, more sponsorship opportunities, and a lot of new fans have been asking about such as videos, uh, produced segments, and possibly even live meetups, which is another thing we've been uh, talking mm. about for a long time. It's an exciting time, and I thank you all for your support. So for the next two weeks, here's what we're going to do. This is the plan. We're going to have a best of episode for uh, over the next two weeks, and I think you guys will really enjoy these episodes because much of the show is pretty modular 
believe it or not. Um, you'd be surprised. I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be surprised how well you can mix and match some of these episodes and find some surprising correlations and unintended meaning when you combine certain problems. Uh, it should be a lot of fun to listen to, guys. I think you'll really enjoy it. And if there are any problems in particular that the fans liked, any fan favorites, I'd like to see them in the comments uh, below. We'll we'll uh, we'll make some mix and match episodes and see what we cook up. It should be a lot of fun to listen to. But yeah, uh, we'll be back. Fans May- should support send in some problems. That would be a good idea. Fan problems? Yeah. How and you? Oh, you mean uh, record them? Yeah. Oh well, I don't know. <laughs> We're gonna have more show. <laughs> We're gonna have more shows, more high quality shows on this network. Uh, if you enjoy this podcast and the voice that uh, that we bring to it, uh, there'll be. I'm going to look for more opportunities for for different hosts to bring that kind of voice. And and again, once this network gets bigger, we'll be able to do a lot more L- live meetups. Is something I've wanted to do forever, right, Dick? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we've we've talked about this in the past. It's just a a, t- a matter of budget and timing and uh, logistics. A lot of times. Uh, speaking of announcements, I got a lot of calls regarding this. Oh, Hike Deloyne here, or Hake Dillian, as Dick said that other time. <laughs> and I just want to point out Own that it. it's been 52 episodes, one whole year, since Maddox first announced that he was writing a third book. Yeah. <laughs> with no title yet, and a big, giant, black thing where like his book title was supposed to be. <laughs> And he promised us uh, <laughs> silhouette soon, I'm going to be releasing the title, guys, so stay tuned. <laughs> 52 episodes later, one fucking year later, and nothing. Like, what the fuck have you been doing with your time, huh? Oh, I know. I'm um, <laughs> casting at, at Twitch and losing at Street Fighter. And <laughs> Shut up. Oh, I'm joining your thing, asshole. Okay, okay. I have to uh, make a whole video about how Disney ruined The Little Mermaid. <laughs> oh, great. Great quality stuff. How's your book coming, Dick? Dick, love you and love the show. Oh, Wait, what? Oh, he was calling he was me calling a dick and a then dick. comma, dick, See, You should have called D. you a cuck. Yeah. To, dip, to make yeah. it easier to understand. Very, very, very confusing. I got another one. <laughs> I'll go. Oh, okay. Yeah, remember. I'll tell you what I've been doing, Hank Dillian. I've been doing, you're listening to it, shithead. I've been editing these shitty episodes and your shitty voicemail and all this other bullshit. It all piles up. Look, the book's coming along just fine, all right? Don't worry about it. It's going to come. It's going to be great. It's going to be huge. <laughs> it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be tremendous. It's going to be the best words that are going to be in this book. Okay. Um, I don't. I don't think we need to go through. No, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Yeah, another one. I know you brought one in. Hey, Maddox. So it was fifty-two episodes ago, (laughs) or exactly one year. Did you put them up to this? No. I didn't even. I didn't even know. In that time, I think I know what happens fifty-two weeks ago. No. When STDs and fired from my job, Jon Snow was killed and resurrected. And we've learned nothing else about your fucking okay. book. All right. <laughs> and weren't you also on a game show? What the fuck happened with that? Yeah, no, the well, game show. You're telling uh, us that you're making some podcast network. Get the fuck out of here. Get the Man, fuck I, out of here, shithead. I love you. I'm crazy about you, baby. But I think you're making bitch. all this shit up. Yeah, I'm tired of this voicemail. Cut him off. any of this shit is ever coming out. three seconds. Great. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> you know what? You 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 know what you fucking morons don't understand. He said right? he got laid nine times since you've announced your book. Nine times. Yeah, that's what I he said in the beginning of that vo- Not that voice. No way. <laughs> no way. You put you get a you get a chick in the sack with that voice, she's going right to sleep. <laughs> Look, what the hell do you guys know about writing a book? Do you know how long it takes? No. No one's an author. I'm a writer. Oh boy. Right? And I <laughs> 
<laughs> I ha- I know what it takes to write a book. These people you know, don't. I'm a writer. Yeah, there you I'm, go. You know, I'm a writer. Yeah. I'm. You know, I'm. Just play this. I'm. The whole time you don't even need, even need to respond yeah. to him. You, you know, know what? I'm a writer. We'll just fill the rest of the episode with this drop, and that's what next week should be. Yeah, an hour of this. I'm. That's not a bad idea, Dave. All right. For some iTunes listeners too, that's what that's what it was because I think that went out by accident one day. It did. All right, guys. Do you want to do? You want to move on to problems now? We're already at. Yeah, we got. Yeah, we got it. Uh, Dick, what do you uh, start us off? What What's the biggest? Did problem you have in the more things, or did you want yeah, me to go? Yeah, but you know, it's getting top heavy. Let's uh, Let's get to uh, the problems. Is. That's why these episodes are the best. Top heavy. That's what. <laughs> that's the word you think of that when you think of this podcast. Top big old titties. All right, my problem is tipping. Hey, the uh, tipping. The there whole you go. thing. Yeah, having to shell out additional money. For something that you already got, right? Eating eating dinner, what is what's the cost? Thirty bucks? Nope. Nope. Thirty six dollars. Great. The the whole industry. Yeah. I fucking hate tipping. Yeah. I hate tipping. Huge problem. I hate it. Yeah. Uh, openly, I'm with you. Hate it. I hate it too. Hate doing it. Yeah. Feel like it's. I feel like a cuck. It's all. Every it's time all. <laughs> I do it, I hate doing. It. You know, and you know what the worst thing is now? Huh. Used to be. You sit down, you get some kind of a service, and you got a tip. Because we all feel sorry for the people doing that job, yeah, right? Yeah. That's why we're stuck with it. Because right. we feel sorry for them. Yeah. Okay, I can cope with that. But now, now, recently, people just start throwing that tip line on the receipt. Sure. Everywhere. Now, yeah. you go to, you go to a, like a, a fancy... Here's where they here's this is how they get you. You go to like Tender Greens, which is like a more upscale cafeteria experience. Right. Right? Right. Uh you get to the end of the line. It's here, it's it's the same as McDonald's. You're walking up to a person and you say what you want, except instead of a Big Mac, you're getting a quinoa duck burger. Right. Right. And right. it costs twice as much, but it's yeah. the same experience. Sure. They're doing the same thing on the other side of the counter. Same same amount of work or lack of they're just taking your order, punching it into the machine. Yeah, and then someone who doesn't speak English makes your food. There you go. Right? Then then you get it on the other end, except what what they do. What makes them different than McDonald's is they put a little line for tip uh-huh. at the end. And you're like, what the fuck? Why is there a line for tipping here? Yeah. And who, who and I bet people do it. Yeah. I certainly never fucking do. I, I never tip those people. But it's like, why am I seeing this here now? Yeah, unless someone brings me my food, there's no tip in those. Oh, fuck no. Skip right over that line. But even then, man, it's it seems like this forced gimmick that they try to use to justify their tip. I mean, here's the thing, man. If you're working in the restaurant industry or the service industry or whatever job that uh, you have to supplement your income with tips, wouldn't it just be better to have a living wage paid to you so that we don't have to guilt customers? And then you also risk getting no tips sometimes if you have a bad night and you have a bunch of customers come in, especially tourists, because this is an American phenomenon most uh, for the f- for the most part. Tipping. Tipping. Right. Yeah. So if you get a bunch of Europeans coming through or uh, people who don't, t- you know, from another country that doesn't, that don't tip, yeah. uh, they might come to your restaurant, a big party of 10, 20 people mm-hmm. that you have to service all night long, keep, keep bringing them drinks and bringing them, or, you know, their apps 
appetizers and clearing plates and and uh, taking care of everybody, and then you get no tip at the end of the night. That's a shitty night, man. And, of, and, and that's a lot of pressure to put on the servers. A lot of Central and South American countries don't tip, and they if yeah. Americans go down there, they don't want you to tip, or if no, you do you a very it. small yeah. amount, because yeah, you ruin it. Yeah, with your American imperialist tipping, marching all over the globe, ruining their society. Well, you know, it's they restaurants get away with that because they can calculate the tips and pay them less than minimum wage. Yeah, right. And yeah. don't so they? It's re- like the, don't they Go redistribute ahead. the tips a lot amongst of the time? all the ways? Yeah, yeah that's what I mean. So it's like if, you that know the sucks. good ones subsidize the the shitty ones. Well, it's also at like a really because you don't have to split tips with the with the restaurant staff, right? It's just about like legally. I think you just split it among the waiters and waitresses. Yeah. Now with the, so at a really expensive restaurant, the, there's a huge um, wage disparity between the waiters and waitresses and the kitchen staff. I mean, yeah. I brought in a bunch of sta- stats on this because I fucking hate tipping. And, but yeah. go ahead. Oh, and the captain. There's the, the, the captain the, of the ship of the no I forget what it's called it's like the the of the, the ship no it's like the 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 hosting captain or the tip captain or something like that the the weight captain there's a captain and then they get a separate tip from the servers I, I found it. the Kirby enthusiasm did a whole episode about this but that's a real phenomenon in higher end restaurants where they have like a weight captain and then the weight captain gets a percentage of all these servers he tips. gets a fiefdom yeah <laughs> yeah exactly oh my god it's re- so regressive yeah it's just just oh. pay them. Pay, make a deal, you deal with them, you pay them, and just don't fuck up the service. Like, are we, are we pretending that $6 versus $4 that I'm going to tip this broad has any effect on how quickly I'm getting another soda? You know what I mean? Like, I I got a $30 meal, let's say. So I'm going to tip six bucks because I'm a huge cuck. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like, well, I got to tip 20%. In my mind, I hate it. I want to slap. I want I just want to put down money. I don't want it to be related to, I don't want to put down anything. I want to no. pretend that this is a job and not some like weird quasi flesh trade where I'm yeah. dealing out money because this waitress flirted with me. Right, right, right. right. So, so are we pretending that her behavior is going to be affected by the difference between a 10% tip and a 20% tip, which in this scenario is $3. Are we this fucking stupid that we're collectively deluding ourselves into thinking that tipping somehow has anything to do with service? Yeah. That's fucking retarded. Go ahead. And and it puts you in the position of being a hiring manager that you have to evaluate their performance during your fucking meal. You have to remember if they greeted you, if they came promptly, if they brought your your food to you correctly, if they if it's warm, you have to be that hiring manager. Can't you just sit down and enjoy the fucking meal? Why do I have to sit there and evaluate your performance? Yeah, and this, this is an HR yeah. interview. Yeah, like what? Just just bring me the food. Yeah, and and how about the restaurant? You guys make sure your service is good. Right. Don't put that on me. No, it's your fucking job. Don't make me the manager. If I'm the fucking manager, then you pay me, shitheads. Yeah, uh, you know. And the, the big argument, Dick, is that without tipping. Service will go to shit, right? Service will be awful. There's no incentive for people to come bring you your food. However, that doesn't work for my mechanic, and I have to tip him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that's pretty. That's a lot more important than getting six Diet Cokes in an hour yeah. is making sure the wheels stay on my fucking car. Sure. You don't have to tip your mechanic, and he does his fucking job. Or my doctor. Or bank or my tellers. dentist. Yeah. 
But, hey, hey, bank teller, uh, make make sure all this deposit gets in my <laughs> account. Huh? Here's a little something. Here's a little something to make it worth your while. Just make sure. Make keep it fair. Keep yeah. it fair. Yeah. In fact, <laughs> go go ahead and just skim off the top because I don't have it. As soon as you deposit it, then I'll have it. But go ahead and keep a little bit. Keep a little bit for yourself. Yeah. For your troubles. Yeah. For your troubles. <laughs> for your troubles. Like, like a what? casino. Like a pit boss in a casino yeah. or something. You know. Yeah. Uh, so so there's this there's this fairy tale that service will go to shit. But you go to restaurants in Europe. And the service is just fine. Service is great. Yeah. They, they greet you with a smile. They're happy. Everything's Everyone's taken care of. And they're getting a living wage. They're getting taken care of. They, you don't have to sit here and play this game where you're their hiring manager. It's psychotic. Yeah. It's insane. I, I, kinda, I just had this thought. I wonder if it's like some kind of sneaky, uh, tacit conspiracy of like business owners to obscure the pathway to raises among their employees. Like if I'm like okay, here's a here's a little here's a little dick tip for you. If you're if you want to fuck employees over, the best way to do that is to put abstract impediments toward their pathway to get a raise. Like the last thing you want if you're running like a big company and you want to fuck and you want to keep costs down for employees is for them to be able to just ask you directly for a raise. Right. You want to say uh yeah, you, we have performance reviews. That's the time you ask for a raise. Right. Oh, you got a hiring manager. You got to ask them cuz then you could say to them, "Hey, if anybody gets a raise, you're fucking fired." Like yeah. the more the more impediments you put up, the the more impediments you put up to someone getting a raise, the more money you keep. So we've got this system where all of the service industry can't ask for a raise. How much are they making? I yeah. have no fucking idea. When I I brought this in, sure, because Uber recently settled a big lawsuit where they had to pay out like a hundred million dollars or something right. to all the um, people who have art history degrees who are driving me home drunk. Right? Tim, Ch- I, Tim Chang's? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, this was Uber, not Lyft. Oh, okay. <laughs> Never use Lyft again. Um, they had to pay all this money, and one of the fears that uh, that was expressed, and certainly that I had, was that Uber would make tipping part of the experience right like i would use uber uber could cost twice as much as a cab i'd still use it because number one it's easy and number two if there's no tipping there's no fuck have you ever tipped in an uber no no fuck did you know that you can not no oh, i didn't you can go back through after your ride and give them a tip when did that happen that's always as as far as i understand that's always been there really? i've seen the screen huh yeah and i i wouldn't but i would never use it what yeah. kind of a psycho was a, so my concern was a concern I would use this. My concern was that after the lawsuit, part of their we treat our drivers fairly would be to gr- jab, cram a tip screen into your face when you're done with the Uber ride, hmm. right? Yeah. Which would be a nightmare. Because then you're, you're sitting at the guy. All, then all of a sudden, millions of people would see that fucking line that yeah. wasn't there before. Tip. And some percentage of people are going to do it. Yeah. And at, that percentage never goes down. Like, the... It only climbs. Yeah. Tender that- Green throws that line up. Mm-hmm. People start tipping. Pretty soon you're going to be tipping at McDonald's because you'll feel like an asshole. Like you feel like an asshole now, yeah. not tipping on a $30 meal. Yeah, South Park kind of did something similar to this. It wasn't about tipping, but it's about how sometimes grocery stores put a cause that you can support at the end of your payment, sure. right? Round up to, to help support the community or help feed kids or whatever, you know, help this fund and it it becomes this way of guilting you every single time you make a transaction. You just you're look, you work ten hours a day, twelve hours a day. You go to the grocery store. You just want a fucking sandwich and go home and masturbate and go to sleep. You don't want to feel like you're guilted about having to make a decision about the rest of the fucking community when all you want is a fucking shitty sandwich from the deli. Yeah, every single time. So, Dick, I have 
I brought in an argument. Well, I want to hear some of the, the, the stats. I'm sure you did. Uh, oh, my God. I mean, yeah. I just, well, I just printed out some article that was on some. Somebody <laughs> else did all this research. I didn't fucking do it. Uh, it, it pushes waiters into poverty and keeps them there. Uh, in most states, restaurants are allowed to pay waiters for less than the minimum wage because of tipping, right? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let me get some. Let me try. Which to is find insane if you think ones. about it. Why is that? Why is that a thing? Why is that? Why are they allowed to skirt the law? Why is this one industry allowed to skirt the law about minimum wages just because they invented this whole tipping phenomenon? Well, I don't like the idea of a minimum wage, but I agree with you. Why are they allowed to skirt the law because of that? Like right. that's that part's bullshit. Um, servers make less. Let me see here. <sighs> I'm trying to find something good. Well, I have. I have. Just for the sake of, of it's all uh, just the shit that we've been talking about. But go ahead. Sure. Well, just yeah. for the sake of the other side of the argument. Now, Dick, I'm 100 percent on board with you. I think tipping is a scourge. Yeah. Uh, in, in Adam ruins everything. Did a great episode about this too. But one thing that that I uh, I have heard recently. This is as recent as uh, last weekend. Mm-hmm. I was at a restaurant with a server who used to work there. It was her last day. She quit uh, to move on and do do a different profession. And the phenomenon of tipping came up because she was talking about different tables. She said, oh, that table over there, they're probably not going to tip. This one over here tips really well, et cetera, et cetera. You kind yeah. of get a feel for the customers, right? Mm-hmm. Then I asked her what she feels about tipping, and she says she's strongly for. Uh, and so just to hear the other side of the debate, this server said that if it weren't for tips – she would never in a million years work at this job, and she said that most people wouldn't either because you bust your ass working working those uh, those type of jobs. And she says some nights she's able to pull one hundred fifty three hundred dollars in tips alone, which makes it worth her while. And it's it's helped fund her through school. It's helped fund her different projects, and uh, now the career that she's going into. And again, I'm against tipping, but this well, is her argument. It's let's go back to the IQ thing, like the the humor people. Yeah, right, humorless stupid people. Right, because it's like baby. Baby, baby, <laughs> you understand that if there was no tipping, they would have to pay you more. Like, that's the whole point of tipping is you, like you agree to do the job at a price that makes it worth it. You started this job because tipping exists. Yeah. Like, it's not like a surprise that you're a waitress. It's like, wow, I, I got all this extra money at the end. It's just a big bonus. Yeah. I didn't even account for I didn't even account for it. Durr. Well, so I, I <laughs> like what the fuck are you? Of course, of course, you need the tips because they're built into the negotiation in the first place. Right. So I, I made that argument. I said, well, what if it was a, a, a reasonable wage? What if it was enough that was it was worth your while? Because I yeah. think her her yeah. average what yeah. her average was something like nineteen dollars an hour with tips. And she said, here's what you don't understand. Uh, because she said without tips, it would, it would be something like eight, nine dollars an hour, whatever minimum wage was. Sure, sure. So she said, if they, even if they paid me nineteen dollars an hour, um, she said that that would that would raise the price of the meal, uh, for everyone across the board. So that's the other that's the other side of the equation. Are you okay yeah, with the restaurants? Yeah, raise it to thirty six, which I already fucking pay with the tip. <laughs> like, just stop. Just take out me, the yeah. middleman. Pay them what they need and charge me. What the fuck? Just like the mechanic does with my fucking tires. So you're okay with paying more for every meal as long as you don't have to tip. It's not more. That's what I'm already paying. I just don't feel like I'm getting shafted. Like I don't feel better because I'm like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna whittle this person down from thirty six to thirty. Like, I feel like such a better person because I gave him 20% or 22%. Just charge me the fucking price. I just realized, Dick, that what we are doing as tippers is we're subsidizing people who don't tip. Uh, yeah, sure. We have to, we have to, because if, if everybody comes in and, and they all pay the same price, 
first of all, the waitress, the, the restaurant's going to make more money. The waiters and waitresses is going to make more money, right? Yeah. You no longer have to worry about these shitheads who don't tip. Uh, people and people who just you know they they might not be shitheads. They just don't understand our culture. They're coming to visit. They're tourists. They come into a restaurant to grab a bite to eat, and then they shaft the waiter or waitress unintentionally because they don't know our customs. I also think it's disgusting that girls have to flirt with guys to get paid for it. Yeah. Like, you get more tips if you put a heart on yeah. your wrist or if you write your name on your receipt. I think that's fucking disgusting. Well, I think it's hot as shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they write that little heart in there. I'm like, oh, she really likes me. Huh? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I slapped down. I was at uh, a bar a long time ago and I slapped a 20 down on the bill and my, yeah. my friend's like, I'm drunk. I'm, I was at that phase of drunk where you're the richest man in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, and the waitress was hot, and I was flirting with her for like eight hours. Was, yeah. It was a real bender of a day. So I slap a 20 down as a tip at the end, and the, my friend's like, oh, what do you think that's going to get you laid? And I'm like, well, I didn't think that, but it definitely is. Yeah. Like, are you, have you never met a person before? Yeah, uh, money is the, money's the most fucking, you think no one, you think no one's ever gotten laid? Because of money? Are you a fucking idiot? Like, you've introduced a sexual (laughs) transaction into something where it wasn't in the first place. And I did fuck that waitress, by the way. There you go. Just to put that rumor to bed. Yeah, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But really, what's the difference if you're doing that? And what's the difference between just going out on a date and trying to impress a girl and take her to a really nice restaurant? It's the same fucking thing, except instead of tipping her for working for you, you're tipping the waitress who's working for you and still trying to impress a girl. Yeah. Either way. It's, or you, or yeah. you get a guy yeah. who's rich, real funny. You get one of these guy waiters when you're on a date and he's like cracking jokes. I'm like, motherfucker, if you say, if you make one more joke, you are getting a zero. Like you're getting punched in the, you're going to open oh. the receipt when I pay for it and my fucking fist is going to fly out of it and knock your ass out. Yep. What are you, what are you buttering her up? Mm-hmm. What are you, and, 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 and these chicks like giggle over the, oh. over waiters running jokes. Their, running their tight 10 minute material on yeah. them. Like, well, you, you shut the fuck up and you, de- waiter, you definitely shut uh-huh. your fucking mouth. I'm not here for dinner, not dinner and a show. I'm no cuckold, buddy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No fucking way. You know what? Uh, I was at a restaurant a long time ago. When I was in Utah, I went on a date to, believe it or not, the Olive Garden because that's I what you that. wanted. Yeah. <laughs> it, it wasn't my choice, shithead. <laughs> I don't go to restaurants with casters on the wheels normally. This is the girl. The girl loved Olive Garden, so I'm like, okay, we'll go to fucking yeah. Olive Garden, I guess. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, get some real authentic hospitaliano. Oh, God. So yeah, let me get some process. <laughs> the Italian Denny's. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the God. Italian Denny's, y'all. That's exactly what it is. Uh, so we walk into this this place, and the, the waiter comes by and just constantly with the jokes. Joke, 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 joke. And they were just so cringy. And Horrible. I, I wasn't laughing. She wasn't laughing. We were both kind of like looking down at our men. And putting our hands up to our brows, trying thinking, to do the maze, get Ollie the olive back to <laughs> Naples or whatever the maze on the. Yeah, I'm like scribbling as hard as I can with these crayons on my little on my menu. So anyway, this guy keeps t- telling these jokes, and he comes over eventually because that's they why give his you... book is taking so long. <laughs> why? Because he's scribbling on Olive Garden. Shut up, shut That was this was like ten years ago. No, longer than that. This is a long ass. <laughs> so this ago. was during your first three year <laughs> book, right? <laughs> Fuck you. So this this waiter came came by like after all these jokes and stuff, and they bring you unlimited breadsticks and salad. Oh my god! Uh, yeah. So he comes over with the che- with the parmesan cheese. He goes, "Would you guys like more cheese?" I'm like, "No, thanks. We've had enough." Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> it's like dating a New Yorker cartoon. With yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, is that all you got, Dick? We yeah, move on? I'm done. All right, Dick. I'm done with this stupid problem. I well, hate tipping so much. 
I and got, then people like brag about, oh, um, then you get like the service sucks. We're like, well, I'm not gonna tip this bitch. I'm not gonna tip this way. I'm nah. not gonna tip this way. It's like, yeah, you are. Well, like, what? What? So what? No, no one cares. You want to like, you want to be a man? Get in their face. Go talk to their man. Like, you're not gonna tip them, and that's gonna show them. Fuck you. They already lost at life. What are you gonna do? What more are you gonna do to them? You yeah. know what I mean? It's cruel. This, everyone acts like such a big shot because yeah. they hold that power of tipping sure. over everyone else. Fuck I'm your you. fucking boss. I'm paying you. It's that snark that you have that you that you come into the restaurant with that air of authority and snark, and it yeah. makes everyone everyone's lives more miserable. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it makes you a prick. You're, eating, you're eating with a bunch of dicks. All right. I got a big problem, dick. Which may be a component of the tipping problem. Oh. Bureaucracy. Oh. Uh-huh. Bureaucracy, buddy. This is a huge problem. I know. Oh, boy. Where do I start? So, in Let's a nutshell. Start with libertarian. <laughs> in, in a nutshell, here's, uh, here's an experience that I think we've all, we've all had. You call into customer service oh. about a problem with, yeah, Sean's already <laughs> groaning. You call into customer service about a problem with your cell phone, right? They ask you if you rebooted your phone, like an mm-hmm. idiot. Mm-hmm. It's what most people do automatically when something doesn't work. We're all trained to do that. It's the first step of every troubleshooting manual. Turn the power off and turn it back on. Got it. Don't condescend to me, okay? Yeah. I'm calling customer service not as a first resort shithead. <laughs> so then they have you do a hard wipe. So rebooting the phone doesn't work. Uh-huh. Their next recourse is just to do a hard wipe on your fucking cell phone. They're asking you to completely delete and replace all your operating system files, all your settings, all your personal files, pictures, music, ringtones, text files, documents, notes, everything. That's step two. If rebooting didn't work, they it's like taking your car into a shop because the engine light came on and the mechanic says, did you turn the car on and off again? Yeah. Well, time to rebuild the engine. Yeah. It's fucking insanity. And then step four is if deleting all of your operating system files and wiping your cell phone clean doesn't work, they suggest contacting the manufacturer. So you're supposed to call a, like a Tokyo based company or Apple or whoever and hunt down the manufacturer's phone number. Well, Apple, you just go into the store to oh, deal sure. with any of this stuff. Yeah, those geniuses take real good care of you. They do. They'll replace your shit. How Idiots. would you know? You're not yeah, allowed you in. No. Yeah, I go to no. I go they to Apple stores. Your website. I thought you were banned. Well, my, my content. My website is banned in Apple yeah. stores. But I yeah. constantly go to Apple stores and load Don't up they my protest. Yeah. Don't they <laughs> <laughs> I load up. My fans do this too. It's hilarious. I get photos all the time of them loading up my YouTube page where I'm bitching about Apple, and they leave it on all the tablets in the yeah. store. Because that's what people used to do with my website too. They'd pull up the iPhone sucks article and just load it up on all the uh, on oh, all the iPhones. That's the Maddox militia at uh-huh. work. The one that I is. was in had a picture of you on the wall. Did it really? Yeah, Get yeah. out of here. <laughs> do not take checks from this man. Yeah, right. It was probably a portrait. It was probably framed. But this you, isn't. That's not bureaucracy. You know? the customer service. Oh man, it's the biggest bureaucracy. So then, after no. you call the manufacturer, here's what happens, right? So you get you get off the phone with the the phone carrier. Yeah. Then you call the manufacturer and you repeat the same steps. You tell them about your phone. You tell them about the problem you're having with your phone. You tell they and then they tell you to reboot your phone like you already haven't done it a billion fucking times. Then they tell you to do a hard wipe. So again, the same fucking steps. And it sounds familiar because guess who's telling the phone carrier? The troubleshooting steps. It's the manufacturer. When you when you yeah. call the phone carrier, they're getting these instructions from the manufacturer. And when all of that fails, guess what they say? They blame it on the carrier. And they suggest you call them to troubleshoot the problem. They tell you it's a network error or weather or acts of God or anything just to get you off the fucking phone. Yeah. It's the worst pass the buck mentality. And I'm so fucking sick of it. And they don't care about solving your problem. 
They don't care about you. They're there to collect a paycheck and to clock out at five o'clock every day. They get paid whether they do their job or not, which is why I'm cynical of anyone who thinks that government bureaucracy is a huge problem while turning a blind eye to corporate bureaucracy. They're both bad, and they're bad in the exact same way. Bureaucracy is just the needless procedures and red tape that fills every moment of our lives. We, I mean, we deal with this fucking everywhere. Phone companies. Okay, let me, yeah. well, okay, 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 okay. So that you're, you're, because all that sounded like tech support, which sucks. Every, it's worthless, right? I got, my router doesn't work. Did you, did you try unplugging it and plugging it back in? Well, I'd like to unplug you, right? Yeah, like yeah. that's, that's what all tech support is. I don't know if tech support is bureaucracy though. It's. It's set Absolutely. up like yeah, that. it's set up like a bureaucracy. But you know, it sometimes but, let's like it doesn't it sometimes work? Like as much as much as I'm listening to these stupid solutions, those are kind of the solutions I give. Like if somebody calls me and says their phone doesn't work, I'll say turn it off and turn it back on and a lot of times that works. Like people who call tech support are not that smart. You know what I mean? Like they they built this system to handle the sheer volume of people who have no who don't know that the monitor is not the computer, right? Right. Like but they it, have that. That's those steps exist. Dick, these this was this was like something that was a phenomenon in the late '90s when computers were not that prevalent, when smartphones were not that prevalent. Sure. Now my my mom, who is as te- technically unsavvy as it gets, she knows to reboot her cell phone. She knows my mom, who is who doesn't know anything about computers. Mm-hmm. Every, like, this is no no longer this thing where we need to constantly drill these procedures. Because here's where the bureaucracy comes in play with airlines, yeah. for example. Right? Have you ever? This is this is something I've had to deal with a lot when I've been traveling, uh, like uh, uh, on book tour. I don't book my own tickets, so the the publisher does. Right? So sometimes I have to call the airline. And have them change, make a change to a flight because it got delayed, or I need mm-hmm. to transfer someplace else or something. I'll call them, and they'll, they'll say, "Okay, if it's United, and I'm transferring with Delta, I'm, I'm, uh, I have a branch going to Delta or another carrier." Right. They'll say, "Oh, you need to call Delta." I say, uh-huh, "Okay." Yeah. So I hang up the phone. I call Delta, and then, and then Delta, I explain to them, "I'm like, yeah, I didn't book this ticket. Here's my confirmation number. Yeah. We can't find it. We'll fucking look for it because it's there. It exists. I'm, I, I have this flight booked. Then they finally find it, and they say, "Oh, well, we can't transfer you. You need to call United." So then I call United back, and I said, "Hey, I just spoke to to Delta, and uh-huh. Delta said I need to call you guys." And they're like, "No, no, it's definitely Delta." I'm like, "You know what? Fuck you." Here's how we're going to solve this problem. And here's how I solve bureaucracy with airlines. And it's fucking infuriating. Here's what you have to do to solve your problem with airlines. You say, look, I know you can do a conference call. I want you to patch in Delta right now. And you're going to handle this with the Delta rep directly. And it's funny because they call the Delta rep. uh, This actually happened to me one time. A United rep conferenced in a Delta rep, right? And the Delta rep didn't know that the United rep was a United rep. They thought it was a customer. Uh Who's getting smart with them. Yeah. (laughs) And then, and then the, the the Delta rep said this. Yeah, absolutely. Two reps against each other at a conference. And they, they cooperated with this charade with you. They had to. And here's what happened. (laughs) The Delta rep said, your publisher doing this, by the way, speaking of bureaucracy, because it was like six in the morning. No one, no one, uh, no one in New York is awake at 9am on a work. No, no, this was in, this was on the East coast. This is six in the morning. This is totally something Maddox would do. Yeah. This is the guy who stayed up all night fighting with like a six year old on the computer. (laughs) He was 14. Um, so, (laughs) so, so I, I, the United rep was talking to the Delta rep, right? Yeah. The Delta rep said, uh, you need to call United to handle this. He goes, I am United. 
And then and he goes, oh. excuse me? And he goes, uh, I'm, I'm the United rep, actually. We have the customer on the phone with us. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, oh, so now you see what I've been dealing with, huh, shithead? Yeah. And so the two of them started sparring, saying, well, it's not our problem. And the United goes, it's not our problem. And, and I heard them arguing with each other back and forth. Finally, Delta relented and said, okay, we'll transfer him. And because of, co- of course it was like Delta's fucking responsibility because right. uh, they were providing the next branch of the flight. Like no one else can change your system, shitheads. So it took me 45 minutes to an hour of arguing with these two morons until one of them, these bumbling idiots, got something done. And it took a conference yeah. call between having two reps talk to each other. I no longer, I no longer get involved. When it's two customer service agencies, two different bureaucracies, one company and a carrier or one airline and another airline, I say, you know what? You guys talk to each other. You solve my problem because this isn't my fucking problem. It's yours. Well, and this is a symptom of a bigger problem, which is nowadays, I, I hate the buck. this. Well, yeah, yes, that's what it is. The Pass customer the or the consumer is has respond- to make, yeah, yeah has yeah. to make the uh, the service provider be responsible. Yeah. You right. have to make them do their job. Maybe they need tips. What are you going to say? Maybe they need tips. You think that would help? No, no. So here, okay. I agree with everything that you're saying. Yeah, and I think everything you're saying is a big problem. But I don't know that it's bureaucracy. Like I think pass the buck, huge problem. I think tech support, totally worthless. I would love to see. I would love to see some internal stats on what is a tech support, right? Like how often does how often does unplug it and plug it back in work? It's, maybe it, a it, maybe a lot. It usually works. That's yeah, usually what you do. Lot, you know, because all the equipment is fucked and right. buggy and nothing works. Right. But I do think bureaucracy is slightly different than this past the buck um, that you're encountering. Like, bureaucracy seems more like, what's up, Sean? I was going to say, how about dealing with two different departments of the same company? Oh, you have to do that? Uh, the worst. Well, let's, And I they're mean, not networked. No. It's, you have it's, to go through the same steps when yeah. you get transferred. Yep. Health insurance. Like, sure. trying to yeah. get anything reimbursed with health insurance is like, you'll call them and say, yeah, I need you to pay for my uh, penis reduction surgery. Yeah. Right, guys? Yeah. Sure. Right? Uh-huh. We've all had that experience. And yeah. I'm like, well, you got to fill out this form. Like, well, can, what, how many forms do I have to fill out? Right. How many people do I have to? If I, uh, my, my previous employer didn't cancel my health insurance, so I can't get on my health insurance in my new company, can you just fix it? I don't know. You got to call this department and deal with it. Um, you said something else, though, that I want to go back to, which is, Government and company bureaucracy, which both exist. Right. Well, right? can we get to the government stuff in just a minute? I well, want to address what you just said. I just want to say this. Okay, go ahead. Uh, the reason there's a difference, the reason everyone complains about government bureaucracy is because company bureaucracy can be um, – another company can come along with less bureaucracy and the, the first company will go away. With yeah. the government, another competitive government can't come – you're stuck with that bureaucracy – Forever, yeah. Like that's why it's that's why everyone hates it so much because the, the companies are competitive. They have they are very incentivized to lessen their bureaucracy. The government is not sure. They just and, take more money. Well, and we're funding the government, and we're yeah. funding, and we have to. Yeah, we don't have ta- a choice, buddy. Talk to a Comcast customer in Utah. My friends in Utah are stuck in this desert of Comcast, which yeah. is the worst fucking cable carrier. They're mm-hmm. shitty customer service, shitty support, shitty technology, shitty service, shitty everything. Yeah, and I tell them. Go with X-Mission, guys. And this is a plug for X-Mission, my internet service provider. They're not paying me for this. I love mm-hmm. those guys. They provide great service. But they say, we can't because Comcast has a monopoly in our area. And well, same you, thing in yeah. Los Angeles. Yeah. Same thing in every fucking city. They have Verizon areas and AT&T areas, and they don't commingle. They don't compete with each other. Do you know how they're able to do that? Well, I'm going to say, I'm, I'm sure you're going to say subsidies. off local governments. No, they flat out 
pay local like mayors and city right. council people to give them a monopoly of their town. Like it's it's small level government employees selling out their entire town. It's well, such bullshit. But it also comes down to airlines. Airlines are all, they deregulated airlines in the 1970s, right? Uh-huh. And airline tickets got a lot cheaper, yeah. but the service got a lot worse. And and well, what's happening, what's happening now today with airlines, they're still deregulated as they yeah. as they were, is they're, they keep inching up the cost of the, the ticket in secret, in hidden ways behind, at, like after the fact. You buy your ticket and you think you're done. Oh, well, there's a baggage fee. Oh, well, there's a, there's a surplus fee. There's a 911 fee. fee. There's a 911 fee. There's, a, there's, fee. there's a TSA fee. They're currently lobbying Congress to try to make Congress allow them to hide all their fees again. Yeah. So we, we pressured Congress to say, okay, airline companies, you can't. You can't just hide all the fees in right. one price anymore, right? right. You got to say, here's the ticket price and then all these bullshit fees. Right. They're trying to let them just throw it all up as like, well, there's a bunch of fees. Yeah. We're just throwing all the fees in there. We got no, we got no control over it. Dick, I want to talk about the pass the buck thing because when I wrote down this problem originally, I called it pass the buck because the pass that's, buck. Yeah, that's pa- what it should be, well, in pass, my opinion. Pass the buck and this bureaucracy. And I'll tell you why it, I, I named it bureaucracy because that's the umbrella that this all falls under is when you call Every one of these branches of customer service, you call the carrier, they tell you to call the manufacturer. You call the manufacturer, they tell you to call the carrier. They have to go through these same steps every single time. And if you interrupt the service rep and say, look, I just spoke to so-and-so, mm-hmm. I already went through these steps. I go, sir, just bear with me, follow these steps. And they will repeat these fucking steps like robots. Yeah, That's bureaucracy. They have to go through these steps, these needless procedures every fucking time. They can't be human and yeah. connect with you and listen to what you're saying and say, look, I, I've told reps on the phone that I just got off with Delta. And they'll say, "Oh, you need to call Delta." I'm like, "I did you hear? Did you not hear the words coming out of my mouth, shithead?" Uh, I said, "I just got off the phone with Delta." I'm not allowed to listen to that. No, no, they have to go through their procedure. And then the only way you can get anything done with these shitheads is you say, "I look, I've already gone through this. I'm not going to deal with this. Let me talk to your manager." Mm-hmm. Immediately, I go right to the manager. I'm not dealing with some low level bullshit. Let me give you a tip on that. What's that? You start crying fraud, you get oh, yeah. a fraud department. And those fraud department guys uh-huh. are way more responsible. Manager doesn't give a fuck anymore. No. Fraud department, they are going to fix. They're going to do everything you want them to do. First thing you say is, fraud. There's been a bunch of fucking fraud on my account. I got sure. hacked. All kinds of charges. You guys are stealing my money. They like In their little script, they got to send you over to the fraud guys. Yeah. That, will, that will fix everything. Also, That's a good tip. Oh, fuck yeah. Do it all the time. Also, here's another one for, for when you're dealing with phone companies. Tell them you're going to contact the Public Utilities Commission, which I have done multiple times. I've told them I'm going to contact the Public Utilities Commission because this this is essentially what you're saying, Dick, is fraud. Yeah, fraud. And they are so scared of getting a mark against yeah. the, pub, the Public Utilities Commission. Again, so they're getting a little bit of regulation that kind of comes, kind of comes down. But here's the problem, Dick, with bureaucracy and how you're – um, you know, your pipe dream of different companies coming along and doing a better job doesn't work because well, bureaucracy companies work. No, because the bureaucracy at all. Hold on, hold on, Dick. Of course, it, there are some examples where it works. I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you. There, there are times when some company off, offers terrible service, and another mm-hmm. one comes along and offers slightly better. Like and Uber, they, they do better. Yeah, um, but bureaucracy exists in so many different facets, from phone companies to computer companies to cable companies to appliance plumbers, electricians. Power companies, the gas company, water companies, garbage collectors, debt collectors, banks, universities, even fucking churches. So if you have a bureaucracy with a church, let's say you're you're Catholic and you believe in Catholicism, right? Here's an experience that my buddy in Utah had to deal with. He was trying to get married through the church, right? Mm-hmm. He didn't have to, 
But he just wanted to make his parents happy. Him and his wife were both Catholic. He thought, he thought I'm going to go ahead and get married through the church. There is so much red tape and fucking bureaucracy <laughs> built into the system. Because in order for you to get your, your marriage approved for the church, yeah. you have to prove that you haven't slept together for like sure. six, seven months or something. You have to yeah. sleep in different quarters. You have to go to classes. You have to go to marriage ca- classes and counseling. Then you have to pay some licensing fee. Then you have to pay the priest fee. Then you have to pay the booking fee. Like there's all these <laughs> yeah. fucking fees and I shit. Mean, you're comparing like a religion to uh, like religions are a hundred percent bureaucracy. Okay. That's all they are. Well, what like, about- I just, I think it's funny that you're upset that a religion, like I want to get married in a church like he wants he wants to participate in this retarded tradition of like of course they have to do all these stupid steps like the entire religion is built on those steps you know what i'm saying like my my nephew got baptized we had to do the same thing you got to go to these dumb classes you have to go through lots of rigmarole you have to go to camp and all this shit and it's just a way to to do that but i i'm sure it exists uh because yeah but the day of the baptism uh my nephew is like nine months old or a year old or whatever. So I went with my sister on the, the baptism classes because I know she – I was going to be the godfather and I, had right. never, I hadn't been certified, right? Yeah, to you be, have to be certified. To witness. You yeah. got to be certified. I, that's right? what happened with me. I was going to be godfather for my friend's kid. You got to be certified. Yeah, yeah. you got to be certified. It's, I mean it's – all of religion is 100% bureaucracy in that way, right? Like you got to be certified by God. You're not certified enough. You gotta go. You sure. gotta go. Take more class. You gotta get confirmed. Yeah, you, you gotta, gotta get learn confirmed. more about God. You gotta fill out these godly yeah. forms. Uh, and I, I went. I did it with her because I know she's just doing it for my grandma, and she doesn't believe me in that shit. Um, but when it came time to do the actual baptism, uh, she forgot the donation uh-huh. at home, mm-hmm. and then uh, her husband was like, "Well, we could drive by later and drop it off." And she's like, "Or we just don't. Or we just won't." Like, yeah. were they going to take back the baptism? Yeah. Right? Yeah, there's a, there, that, there's that huge bureaucracy. But the point is, Dick, like these last few that I mentioned, banks, universities, churches, yeah. universities, there's so Horrible. much bureaucracy in universities. Horrible. Do you try canceling a class or trying to get a, your record corrected? You have to go through three different departments. You call the the student housing uh, department, and then uh-huh. the student house, they'll say, oh, you got to call the dean of your department. You call the dean, they say, oh, you have to call the registrar. You call yeah. the registrar, they're like, oh, you have to ca- talk to the purse, yeah. the, per- the people who, who pay you. Purse they're like, jobs. well, they have to refund you for that, and then you have to, uh, forms and bullshit, and even debt collectors, debt collectors, there's so much fucking bureaucracies, because w- every now and then, I'll get like a, a weird debt collection for something that I either overlooked, or never knew I had to pay, or something, like, because I move, and the, uh, the bill didn't come, so I'll get a call from a debt collector who'll say- This happens to you often? No, not often, but enough that it's infuriating. So this debt collector called me one time over like a $15 router because I I used to be with Comcast. And I told Comcast to go fuck themselves when they wanted to rent me a router for like $5 a month. I'm like, go fuck yourself. I can buy this thing for $35 and be done with it. One time payment. You want me to pay $60 a year for this shit? For what? You want me to to pay you double the cost of the router every year? For, for nothing? No thanks. I'll buy my own router, knock $5 off my bill every mm-hmm. month. No no thanks, right? So they they marked down that I was uh, issued a router. Mm-hmm. So when I canceled the service, they sent me a debt collection bill for this router that I didn't return because I didn't right. have it. I'm Just because gonna... they always do that. Yeah, they always do that, everybody, right? Everybody rents it. So for years, I got, con- I got hassled by the same debt collectors or different ones. And every time they'd call me up, they'd say, hey, uh... You got to pay us, uh, you know, and they always add fees and shit to it. It's like $80, $100, $200 for this $15 route or whatever. 
And finally, I was talking to this guy. I was done explaining myself over and over again to every debt collection agency. I send them writing. Nothing ever works, right? Mm -hmm. Finally, I said, you know what? Fuck it. Don't worry about this. I'm not going to haggle the price with you because they exhausted me. Mm-hmm. At one point, I was ready to just pay them to, to, to tell them to shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, it's just, cheaper. Right. So then I said, no, you know what? I'm not going to settle with you. You can talk to my attorney. I'm going to I'm gonna se- settle this. I'm going to settle this with my Lawyer attorney. Lawyer Maddox. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, hello. I'm Maddox's attorney. Just <laughs> yeah, want me- y'all to say, you're, you're <laughs> harassing my client. But I'm also a writer. <laughs> yeah. I'm also a genius and a writer, if you, in case you're wondering. I work in a telemarketing company. I know how this works. I know call centers. So I, I have a lawyer too. <laughs> Hold on, I fucked this up. I gotta get my real lawyer on. Hello, who's this? <laughs> Deeper Southern accent. Uh, who the hell do you think you are? You gotta pay us for this router, you hear? Yeah. <laughs> See? Uh, and, yeah. So, so that's, so you gotta get that's your finally. Lawyer on them. So, Dick, that's why like it's not always a solution for some. You know, some company offers bad service, another one comes along. Well, they can't because first of all, in, with debt collectors, there's no good one. There's no one who's gonna come along and say oh, we're no. gonna be we're gonna be the better debt collector. There's not gonna be some repo company that's gonna be better. There's not gonna be some university no, that's gonna not. be better. Well, it's always fucking bureaucracy. Man. University, definitely. Like, imagine, just imagine a, a, the possibility that uh, that it's possible to to make a university online that takes out all of the of the bullshit general ed requirements for college. Like, like the four year college paradigm. If we could chip away with that, like, we're with some kind of cheaper online alternative. Like, I, I mean, surely you would you could say that classes online are extremely valuable, and maybe even as valuable as a real college class. Like, I don't see any difference in in a lot of respects with going to some class where some professor's just reading a lecture and being on the board versus staying at home, watching the video, maybe having a little meetup with some of, with a small group of your classmates. Doing that in a cheaper, more effective way could slowly chip away at the tuition, at the out of control tuition levels of colleges and gradually they would not have the money to pay for these ridiculous bureaucracies or certainly you could take away all their students like like you don't need to go to a four-year daycare camp like a like a a four-year fantasy camp of drinking to get an art history degree just read the books yeah the public perception of what constitutes a legitimate degree would have to change a little bit of of course well so there's two problems with that dick first of all uh pay for Paid, uh, what's it called? What's the expression for these type of schools? Um, uh, pay for education. These uh, these private schools, private universities, like University USC, of Phoenix. USC, let's say. Okay. Oh, you mean the online yeah, ones? Yeah, the online ones. Okay. Like University of Phoenix. Okay. There have been huge studies done on these and, and a lot of exposés done. 60 Minutes did one. Uh, John Oliver did one where they they look at these pay for for uh, pay for play education systems right and they find that um the education that they that they receive they're they're sold a bad bill of goods they say that you you come to our school you'll be able to get employed etc cetera, etc cetera. they found in one university like one of these online classes i think it's university of phoenix then le- less than like 12 percent of their students were uh, gra- who graduated went on to get employed because employers when they look at your resume and they see that you went to university of phoenix as opposed to say stanford right. or uh, a reputable school they see they know that if you go to one of those schools that there is a rigorous structure and that there is a, a minimum amount of education that you've received that they're guaranteed but these other ones and they found the other problem with this dick is that you actually pay more than universities they pay something like 400% more to go to these per hour of semester 
yeah. that you were, that you signed up yeah. for, you paid like 400% more. So that's well, not a solution. I, I mean, it's not a solution. Community colleges exist for that reason. They're, they're cheaper and you can get educated. Like I, I think a person who's motivated to get educated can learn all they need to learn from a stack of books. Sure. Like, and that's free. Sure. So everything on top of that is a luxury that doesn't need to exist and only does because of the perception of the degree. Like the practicality of needing an instructor to tell you what books to read right. is an indulgence. No, I agree. I agree I, with that. Um, but that's like that's the, Khan a different the Khan Academy. The Khan Academy is great. That's and maybe better than University of Phoenix. I don't know. It's that master's degree that people pay for. Right. With How about this one? You're not allowed to be a lawyer unless you go to an yeah. accredited law. Except for in California. California, you can get around this. Every other state, you got to go feed the law school animal just for access to take the bar sure how's that for a bureaucracy yeah, right that's a huge total, bureaucracy. total bullshit total, total bullshit but i i would be law. i would be a graduate right now so so here's something about myself i went to a four-year university and studied math uh mm -hmm. computer science and math and i wish we had a drop for that I wish we had a drop for fucking Burning Man, shithead. Where's oh, that? Where's that I would one? I love a drop yeah. for Burning Man. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll have Good a drop on the it, next guys. episode. Huh. Yeah, we'll have a drop next episode. He just said it. Yeah. Just pull it. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, go ahead so go ahead. anyway, I went to a four-year university and uh, studied math, and I came. I'm literally one test away from graduating. Now, the University of Utah does something with math degrees that almost no other university does, and it's a huge. I found out why they do this. They don't give them. Yeah, they don't give yeah. them. Um, they make you take the advanced math portion of the GRE. So I thought, well, I'm in a high school test. It's no big deal. Or no, I'm sorry. The no, the, the, you're thinking of GED. GED is high school. GRE oh. is is uh, college. Oh, right? that's the grad student test. Yes, GREs. Yes. To, okay, to go on to grad school. Yeah. that's what it's for. Yeah, for okay. the University of Utah, for some reason, they make it a requirement, which is weird because I've taken the test. Huh. So I took the test the first time I took it. I came within one point of passing, and the second time I took it, I, t I came within two points of passing. And the third time I took it, I came within three points of passing. So, you know, I'm a math major, so I can see the trajectory, right? So I, th I thought, at this point in my life, I, I got a book deal. I'm working on this other shit. I don't need to worry about this shit anymore. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to get that degree. It's kind of a fuck you to the university system because I finished the curriculum. <laughs> I think you I, should I take it. Like, no, I never will. No, you should. You should I made get your high point. school degree. That'd be like College. a big moment. Is this a revisionist, <laughs> this a revisionist protest? <laughs> uh, it, it, you know, Sean, it became, so So I, it, it got to the point where I was like, you know what? I Because the problem with this test that they give you, the GRE Is it too hard? It's it's way too hard. They give you a master's degree stuff because a lot of master's students are, are taking this too to move on to, to oh, PhD. I want to see this test. Bring it in. Well, there was stuff on there that I'd never seen that I'd never been exposed to. Like, like a vagina? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Like a what? Son of a bitch. Um, so anyway, there was a bunch of stuff on there, like uh, like really advanced number theory stuff and topology and to mm. uh, and tomography and all this like weird stuff that I'd never been exposed to. And there were, those were like questions on the test, which I thought, okay, well, that's fine. I'll just skip those. But uh, it was it was a really <laughs> next thing you know, the test is over. I'm yeah. Like, oh, shit. Oh, I guess I that's go all I got. Back and do some of those. Yeah. So anyway, after the fact. Uh, you know, when when I decided that I'm I'm not going to get this degree because I finished the curriculum and I have the education. I, I my my GPA I think was like a three point two or something like that. It was fine. Everything was fine. But then I decided the more I accomplish in life without this degree is a fuck you to the university system. So I I I believe that the university system is valuable to an extent. You're because always I, stumping I, for them though. Like you're yeah. always saying you're always pro university, but your whole life is lived in. Uh, Contrary to that. Right. Like in a protest to that. I Correct. Mean. So I am pro-university because there are very valuable things I learned in the university. There's about five of them. 
and I can I can tell you some other time. I don't want to get yeah. into it. And then the uh, but the other thing is I'm also pro independence. I'm I'm like you, Dick. I'm self taught. 3D modeler on Blender. I'm self. I was a self-taught programmer before I ever went to the university. I had a job in the programming industry before I ever learned any anything formally in mm-hmm. a university level. So I'm I'm a fan of both. I think for some people, universities are great, especially if you're unmotivated and have no direction. Sometimes you can find your direction and your calling in life by being exposed to new ideas. But on the other hand, pick up a book and learn something yourself. Yeah. Um, like learn how to shave. Today's episode is brought to you by Harry's. Harry's will give you $5 off your first purchase when you visit harrys.com slash biggestproblems and use the promo code biggestproblems. Look, what makes Harry's unique is the quality of the blade. Sure, you're going to save a ton of money. Why pay 32 bucks for these razors when you can pay $15 for a razor handle, moisturizing shave cream, and three of Harry's five-blade German-engineered razors. They're fantastic, right to your house. guys. Yeah, so super smooth. I got a comment here from... Harrys.com slash Biggest Problems. Oh, Go. yeah, sorry. Uh, Harrys.com slash Biggest Problems. I got a comment here from Andrew Mosteller. He says, Normally, I have to shave every day. Yesterday, however, I used a Harry's razor to shave my face, and the shave was so close that I do not have to shave again today. Thanks, Harry's, for making my day, and thanks, Maddox and Dick, for the hilarious and informative content. Well, thank you, Andrew, for supporting us. That's Save super cool. Save skin right off. All right, do we yeah. have time for another problem? Yeah, we, we absolutely. really long. Absolutely. We should just cut all these up and release them for three weeks. My problem is uh, post-credit scenes. Oh, hey, that's perfect. Post-credit scene. So are you talking about at the end of a movie, you have to wait through the credits and you see a little thing, right? Yeah, it used to be you see something cute. Yeah. Right? Like bloopers. Like a, like a blooper, which were great. Sure. It's funny. Or Ferris Bueller comes out. What are you doing? Go home. Yeah. Right? Oh, my God. I can't believe. Hey, people said they stayed after the credits and Ferris Bueller came out and said, what are you doing? Go home. That's so cute. Yeah. That's great. Sure. What a great, fun thing to do. Not any, not anymore, man. Now it's, it's, it's abuse now. It's, yeah. it's audience abuse. I saw Civil War last night. I got to give a shout out to a fan, Benny. Um, there's a big line for Civil War, mm-hmm. right? So I'm, I'm drunk. I'm like three martinis in to the night yeah. uh, with, my, with my sister and my brother-in-law. I'm like, well, I'm not, I don't want to stand in this line, right? Why uh, is there a line? Isn't this uh, 2016 where people <laughs> reserve seats for theaters? No, like, no, it's a, it's a cattle, it's a free-for-all oh, at this theater. One of these uh, old not, It's not yeah. Arclight. Yeah. Um, it's a regular, regular working man's theater. So I'm like, I'm not going to stand in this fucking line. I walk back. And get a get a big like wrought iron chair from a yogurt stand, yeah. Like in front of a yogurt stand, and just start carrying it down like into the theater where the line is. Sure. Like, well, I'll sit right. No, yeah. This yogurt stand's not using all of their chairs. Oh. I'll bring it back probably. Yeah. You know, if I remember. Yeah. So I bring it down, and my and I'm telling my sister like, "What? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fucking stand for forty minutes to watch this movie." And I like hear a chump. Yeah, and I hear Dick. <laughs> I look over, and this guy's like, "Are you Dick Master from Biggest Problem in the Universe?" I'm like. Huh. Yeah, well, I got this chair, and he's like, well, I thought it was you, I thought it was you, but then I saw you carrying that chair into the theater, and I was like, yeah, that's definitely him. I was yeah. like, oh, Benny, I, yeah. so, so there you go. Anyway. So fan recognize you, oh, Any, what, do you anyway, let you cut or something? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. I'm just saying hi to the guy. Oh, okay. uh, the movie, it's like these Marvel movies now, You're you have to stay. And watch the credits because it's going to be, it's like the expectation of this, of this next, of a little tease for the next movie, right? right? It's not right. cute and clever anymore. No. You just, you're sitting there, you have to watch the credits because you know everyone you're with. Want, there's always one guy that yes. you're with, wants to, has to see the, and he's, and he's building it up, prepping it up yeah. before the movie. Oh, you, oh, you can't, we've got to stay. I can't wait for the end credits scene. 
when they something happens with Spider-Man. Yeah. I can't, oh. we, we've all got to sit there and like, dude, I got to piss. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. I got three martinis and 64 ounces of Coke in me. I got to go piss. I'm not sitting here and watching what dickheads worked on this movie. Yeah. Right? Right. That's my problem. <laughs> I thought you were leading up to something. Uh, Post-credit scenes. Yeah, That's my no, problem. No, I get it. I'm sick of them. I'm boycotting them. I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm going to leave before the movie ends from now on. I'm, well, not, I'm not watching any credits. I, Showing I, up late, don't want to see opening credits. Leaving early, don't want to see a single end credit. Yeah. You know what? Just show up in the middle. After the first act is all set up anyway. It's bullshit. No, I, I'm not even joking. I, me, I've me started, either. No, yeah, you're right. I don't give a shit. I watch movies out of order, and it drives my friends nuts. I started watching Game of Thrones last season, and I tell people this. They're like, wait, wait. Uh, you mean you didn't watch the first three or four? I'm like, no. No, because it's dumb. Uh, but, but you don't know what happened. I'm like, listen, shithead. Um, the entire season... You know, this history of this world, what's it called, Ganondorf? What's the, what's the fucking Game of Thrones? Ganondorf. Ganondorf. Yeah. The, the history of Ganondorf, right, existed before season one began. There was a bunch of history that happened. <laughs> That's right? such a weird one. Okay. Yeah, a bunch right. of history that happened, right? Those are seasons you missed. <laughs> Right? That everyone missed that everyone were never yeah. written in this make-believe world. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. You don't need to know it. You just give me a little backstory, right? So anywhere you pick up in the series, same exact the thing. Same exact thing. Same exact thing. Yeah. Same shit. Okay. Oh, a bunch of dragons and shit. Oh, a bunch of fucking kings died back here. Oh, I get it, shithead. Oh, oh Lord. I don't know that some fucking king died 10 episodes ago. Why do I fucking need to know that? Because if it's You know good, how many kings died before yeah. him? Millions. Millions of kings died. I don't died. care at all. No. <laughs> No, because if it, you know if it's competently written and competently acted, if one actor comes into the room and the other actor suddenly tenses up, oh my god, Tension. They, yeah, yeah, they have some history for some reason. Yeah, you know that yeah. they, that they were either cuckolded or they, that there was a murder yeah. in their family. Yeah. Like something happened that pissed them off. I don't need to know what it is. I get it. There's tension between the two of them. They come in. They're good actors. It's a good. It's a well-written show. Why do I have to fucking sit there and spend years of my life watching the the fucking ten episodes before to understand what's going on? I don't. Well, I'll tell you, you can walk into Civil War an hour late, yeah. and all you'll do is skip a bunch of sophomore year social, uh, political science co lecture commentary. Sure. It's like, there, there's there's nothing happens. Absolutely nothing happens for like the first hour. I'm like, oh boy, yeah, we got to get these, we got to get these superheroes under control. Too many rights. No, they're my rights. I'll take whatever rights I want. You got to sign the accord. I'm not oh, signing the accord. It's like, gosh. oh my God, dude, fuck like, off. Go like back the, to Berkeley. Fuck you. I came here to watch superheroes fucking fight. Yeah, it's like the comic book United Nations. Uh, <laughs> I remember in my, uh, you know, because I mentioned the math GRE earlier, uh -huh. I remember the first time I ever took it, I was sitting in the class and uh, everybody's like sitting down and nervous and prepping for it. This kid walks into the auditorium and he said, uh, is this political science? And uh, someone goes, oh, no, that's uh, that's down the hall. And then after the kid left, someone blurred out, goes, political science, is there a wrong answer? And it, <laughs> it killed. Jesus it was. It broke Christ. the tension. Oh, man, these political Math science nerds. majors. Yeah, well, you know Math what? joke. <laughs> <laughs> There's Show your work in political science. <laughs> Divine uh, by Eisenhower. <laughs> another another one of my favorite math jokes because math majors always bust on liberal arts majors. I don't because and here's something because they're smug assholes. No, because yeah. liberal arts are it, it's a, it's a bullshit degree. Come on, guys, <laughs> go fucking. It's a bullshit. It's a, the whole thing. It's liberal arts. Get the fuck out of Keep here. Keep going. Yeah. yeah. Do some fucking hard science. Do some fucking math for a change, you uh -huh. idiots. You fucking mush, mush brains. So 
uh, math majors and liberal arts majors don't know this about math majors because they don't dare step foot in our territory. They're scared of math. They're scared oh of God. structure. So They're fucking scared. sharks and the yeah. jets it's going the, on it's here. It's the warriors <laughs> in Utah University. <laughs> so anyway, I saw this uh, written on the whiteboard. There's a whole bunch of equations and stuff, a bunch of students doing uh, homework after class. And uh, one of them had written down, it's a limit joke, uh, which probably will go way over the head of uh, most people listening because they're, they're uh, uh, not as smart as always me. a good yeah. way to start yeah. a joke. <laughs> always, always setting the crowd up. Weren't you, weren't you uh, uh, lionizing Hitchens earlier for uh, uh, condescending to Bill Maher's guests? I uh, thought that was hilarious. Oh, I thought it was hilarious too. Yeah, in, in studio it was not. Oh. That's what makes it oh, so great. Made it uncomfortable. Yeah. Anyway, so it showed a limit, right? The limit as your GPA approaches zero equals business major. I laughed so fucking hard when uh, I saw that. Yeah, so bitter. Uh, I love it. it. Makes me so makes me so happy because that's the fucking truth, man. Yeah. I, I went to my friend's here's, graduation. Here's an equation for you: business major equals boss. Mm. How's that math joke? Yeah. Or uh, yeah, boss of uh, boss of my coffee at Starbucks. Yeah, right. <laughs> One thing you know about math majors: they really know how to make their mark in the world when it comes to finance, right? Uh, yeah, they become the treasurer. Uh, they go into st- the stock market. They work for Goldman Sachs. They make lots of money. They become hedge fund managers. Those math guys, they don't do underestimate do them. Yeah, yeah, don't under- underestimate them. Anyway, anyway, Dick, post-credit things. Like Back to your post-credit problem. Uh, I think that it really got out of hand after the first Avengers movie. Because With at the end- the stupid shawarma thing? The shawarma thing, everybody loved. Yeah. And then Guardians of the Galaxy with a stupid dancing plant, which everyone thought was the best part of the movie. The dancing Groot? During the credits? Yeah. Oh, my God. People lose their fucking minds over it. It's like, guys, you're saying this little, like, 10-second thing of the plant dancing is better than the rest of the multi-million dollar movie with all the acting, with all the action, with all the storytelling. Your favorite part was this dancing plant. Wait, wait, wait. Who's saying that? Everyone. I I haven't heard anybody say that. (laughs) Sean? They like it. You're fucking on. their favorite part. You're fucking on. Google... Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, favorite part, yeah. and see how many times people mention that stupid fucking dancing group. All right. <laughs> they liked it, though. Yeah. It's cute. Little dancing guy. Well, that's a, that, that's besides the point. That was their favorite part. Yeah, but it's like the movie was so good that the emotional roller coaster <laughs> and payoff is released in watching that plant die. Oh. Like everything in you is, yeah. is, is stretched to its limits emotionally. So when that plant comes back to life and starts dancing, that's why the their release... That's yeah. why they love that scene so much. The movie was so it's, good. It speaks the, to how good the movie is. Yeah, and the, the dancing plant was better. Yeah. It was their favorite part. The, be, well, the best. It was the, yeah, look, it was, look, if I go out and eat a, a, a wonderful steak dinner, and I get dessert, and I order some dessert, chef doesn't come out and give me a big old story about how that steak got to the table before I get my dessert. Don't care. Right? Yeah. I don't care, dude. No. Go, I don't even want to know about you. Get no. out of here. Mm-hmm. Don't want to know you. I just want the dessert. Give it to me. Yeah. If the scene was so good, put it in front of the credits. Yeah. Right? What's right. what's this? Why do I have to sit here in yeah. line, basically a line of one, watching this, or a line of all these credits, waiting for my scene, waiting mm. for my advertisement for the next movie? Yeah. Just give it to me straight. Um, yeah, you know, Dick, I just realized I do this. I do that. We do this. We do this on this show. Oh, I told a story while you were in the bathroom. I yeah. want to put after the yeah, credits. Yeah, we're going to put after the credits. Yeah. Um, but here's, here's the thing, man. Uh, what was, what was it? There was a movie that kind of announced a new superhero. Because what these uh, comic book companies are doing now is mm-hmm. they're franchise crafting. So that's what they'll use the end credit thing for. Like every, They know there are going to be a bunch of nerds, the most hardcore of the hardcore, who are going to sit mm-hmm. there through the credits and then see the end sequence so that they can go tweet about it and write about it and be excited about it. They always put a little hint in there. Oh, what was the one? It was uh, The Avengers. I think it was it was hinting towards about? a Captain America movie. 
uh, whatever came out before Captain America. Then. Or Iron Man or like something like that. one of the that. Iron Mans, they found Thor's hammer. The first Iron yeah. Man, the Nick Fury showed up. Yeah, Nick Fury, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. The, it was Nick Fury and Iron Man. And then they'll hint, oh, there's a Punisher movie coming. Oh, my yeah. God, Punisher. Oh, who would have thought that Marvel has a successful comic book franchise and they're going to make a movie about it? Oh, wow, would, wouldn't have guessed that in a million fucking years. I hate it. I don't like waiting for it. No. I don't like being trained. Nope. I don't like being trained to do something I don't want to do. I don't want to watch credits. Hmm. I never did. I don't like that now I'm being trained to sit there and watch the credits like Pavlov's dog salivating at some 30-second advertisement. Hmm. Yeah. That's wrong. This is interesting. It's not wrong, but it's interesting because you brought in advertising as a solution, and that's all advertising is, is training you to, to behave a certain way. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about the, That's the exactly what I thought he was yeah. going to say. Yeah. Yep. I mean, you want to talk about the negatives of advertising? Fuck, oh, you can okay. go on all day. Anyway, Dick. Uh, good, good problem. I'm, I'm with you on this. Put the content, especially if it's content that is relevant to the story that you just saw. Guys, quit jerking us around. Put the shit up top. Put it up top. Why? Look, why are you making us watch the fucking credits? Why? The, why? Why? You just want to make us do something to show how much control you have. It's like. CIA uh, prisoner shit. Yeah. We'll make this audience the more the more they abuse themselves by watching these dumb credits, the more of an attachment they'll have to our brand. Yeah. So we're gonna make them suffer a little bit before they get a tease of the next thing. Like fuck you, I see what you're doing. What's the effect when a kidnapper becomes Stockholm syndrome? Stockholm syndrome. That's what. That's exactly what this is. It's the giant Stockholm syndrome. And I wouldn't mind if the credit sequence was like thirty seconds, five seconds, ten seconds. This is like three minutes of fucking. The, you know, it's the same shit. You see the same copyright yeah. notices. Well, but mm-hmm. they have ninety thousand uh, CGI crews on oh, each yeah. of these movies. That's, the credits are fifteen minutes. Who make nothing, by the way, Sean? Uh, visual effects artists are the most abused, least paid in this industry. It's such garbage, man. Good. They. they they, they ruin movies. Well, uh, that's the director's fault to hire them. Don't blame it on the visual effects artists. They're they're working their asses off, making the best they can do. But the, then the like, for example, uh, what's the name with uh, Richard Parker? Visual um, effects guys are like garbage men, except instead of taking your garbage, they shove it into your face. Oh, you hater! You're so salty. What's the movie with Richard Parker? The Tiger one. Richard Parker. You know, um, what the the, oh, mo- the Life of Pi. The Life of Pi. I'm surprised you failed the math test. <laughs> 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 so that Richard Parker movie, that whole like most of that movie was carried by the strength of that CGI. That tiger looks so fucking good in that movie. Have you seen it? Yeah, fantastic. That visual effects company folded shortly after, while the the movie went on to win Academy Awards. Mm-hmm. Such garbage, man. Except pay those guys. They're working their asses off. That tiger looked fantastic. Fuck them. All right, okay. you got a you got a problem? No, we're uh, it's, it's this way is, too much time. Yeah, it's too much time. I got a problem. I'll bring it in on the thirtieth. So we'll be back May. 30th with episode 105 uh, a lot of exciting stuff coming up we got the best stuff coming up i really think you guys will enjoy this i want to hear your favorite clips of the show my problem this week was bureaucracy my problems were tipping and post-credit scenes thanks for listening you want to hear a voicemail about a piss boner or about a cuck oh let's do piss boner we, this, okay. is a, this is a cuck heavy episode okay <laughs> guys Here's how you pee with a piss burner. You sit on the fucking toilet and you lean forward and pee. What? You're in your 30s. How do you not know how to do this? Yeah, maybe if you got a small uh, dick. I tried, yeah. Yeah, that's I can't exactly do that. why I brought it in. I'm not going no. to sit there with my giant schlong bouncing it off of the no. disgusting toilet rim. 
What is that? The guy just told us how big his dick is. Yeah. It's, like, it's got to be under three inches if, you, if you're not touching the rim, bro. And how, how far forward are you going to lean forward? I'm not going to do fucking yoga to take a leak, idiot. I'll just piss in the sink. Maybe he has one of those, like, toilet lids that has a slot in front of it, like at a public restroom. Oh. That's the only way I can describe that, because yeah. your, your erect penis will not fit. No. In, uh... Oh, and every but he's time, very excited about yeah. telling everyone he had a small dick. Uh, and every, <laughs> the every enthusiasm time. was off the charts. <laughs> guys, guys, are you dumb? <laughs> All you have to do is sit on a toilet and push your dick straight down. Doesn't uh, work, Brosif. I can, like, maybe maybe half-mast I can do that. Well, but. and if you push your dick straight down, you can't piss anyway. Plus, you touch the water. Oh, I guess you guys yeah. never had that problem. <laughs> Not uh, since I had show, my penis reduction showing surgery. Off, showing yeah. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Penis reduction to both of you bozos. <laughs> okay, here's another one. Maddox, I cannot fucking believe that you would not date an incredibly beautiful, hot, Spanish chick because you were offended by the Castilian accent. Like, I, I'm pretty much concerned right now that you're a 38 year old virgin. I heard yeah. that one too. Did you do you remember that story? Yeah, that you didn't date that hot girl because her, her accent annoyed you. Right. He's the guy surprised at it. That's yeah, all. he's surprised. So that's that's the sound of a guy who doesn't get laid. That's the sound of a guy who doesn't have options, who doesn't have choices. <laughs> uh huh. Takes what he can get. That's what that is. Anyway, Dick, let's set up. Uh, so I haven't even heard this. I'm going to be hearing it for the first time when this episode goes live. Dick's story, post-credit sequence, guys. Oh, wait, I got one. Ma- Since there's going to be a big break, I got one weird Matthew McConaughey. All right, let's hear it. That's it. I don't even know what the hell he's talking about in this one. I always do have the right answer, Matt Cox. <laughs> now, allegedly. Oh. You know what that is? No. That's the kill telling the pop motherfucker. <laughs> You're fucking up my response to the last question of the week with that pre-cum thing. <laughs> Big time fucked up. Check tapes. Your mind is no diamond trap, broski. The right answer is this. Just go to sleep. Because you're fucked. And not saying anything isn't passive-aggressive. <laughs> it's just passive. You don't, <laughs> you don't have to worry about that. Just to be asleep. Okay, Matthew. <laughs> Sounds like you were asleep when you made that call, buddy. <laughs> wow. All right, guys. All right. So here it is, our post-credit sequence. I have not heard this before. The first time I'll be hearing this is when this episode goes live. Dick's oh, post-credit. Really? Yeah, Dick's post-credit oh, wow. sequence. When I go to the bathroom, <laughs> enjoy. <laughs> Fuck you. That's what a post-credit sequence is. Thanks for listening. My life coach. Sure. Oh, yeah, I'll call his ass up. Last time I went to, oh, not last time, many, many, many years ago, I went to Hermosa with my life coach and yeah. And, uh, it was with these two, two strippers. I knew they were strippers. He didn't know they were strippers. So they knew how to handle his antics. No, they were not being really friendly to him. And that was a problem. So I'm, I'm talking to one of them as like, as the night goes on and we start making out. I look over at this at this one moment, like something grabbed my attention. I look over to my life coach, and all I see is the other stripper just take a full glass of water, twenty ounce glass of water, and or a pint glass of water, and turn it over on his head and storm out. And he's just <laughs> he's sitting there just, and he just turns around and looks at me like, "What did I do?" And I'm like, "How bad? What do you mean? What did I do? I've never had water dumped on me." And I, and I like, I know, and even I, I've never been that bad. And I still knew that I kind of fucked up. 
but he went all the way to that bad, and he's like, "What? What the hell? What? What did she do that for?" I, I don't know, man. You tell us. Put that in. Put that in. Put that story in after the show, so we can put an after credits clip in on this show. You know what I mean? Because that's my problem.